Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. And it is that time of the week, the part of the show that you know I love the most. It is time to introduce this week's special guest on Life Unscripted. The piece where I like to inspire and this week's guest has me so excited. Joining me on the line is the one and only Lyra. How are you? I am on cloud nine. I am delighted with life, so I'm happy out, girl. Oh, I'm so, so happy to have you on the show and I want to get to know you a little bit more today let our listeners get to know you a little bit more so I want to kick it off today with what made you go into the music industry what made you want to be a part of that look to be honest with you know I'm not putting myself down but I think singing and songwriting is kind of one of the only things I am actually good at I wasn't very academic in school bar science I don't know why I was good at science but I mean, I was never going to be a scientist, was I? I can't imagine myself <laughs> on the moon in my tie-high boots. That wasn't quite the happening. But um, I think it was just something that I, I loved so much. I put so much time and energy into it. And like, it was just something that made me feel great. So I suppose it was like, right, well, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go hell for leather and, and see what happens and, and hope for the best. And it worked out well for you. It did, yeah. It was a long road, but I'm there, girl. I'm finally there. (laughs) Well, you are absolutely striving, and I think you are a massive inspiration to anyone that's thinking of going into the music industry. How have things been for you over the last couple of years? Literally, bit by bit, you have been rising to the top, girl. Yeah, it's been been an interesting few years. I'll tell you that much for nothing. Um, It's not all glitz and glam, I suppose. You know, there has been very hard times as well, and... You know, we all went through COVID, which, you know, was an awful thing for us all to go through. And, you know, lost people, which is very, very sad. Um, and it was that two years that I, ca- I kind of thought maybe my time was over. Um, I was just actually, it was that year that I was like, you know, going to pursue the album. And it was really going to start skyrocketing for me. But unfortunately, you know, with two years in lockdown, that didn't happen. So... You know, it was a tough year to see whether I was going to pursue this or not. And I suppose when I came out the other side and I realized, sure, what is my life if I don't have music? You you got to keep going. And now, you know, a few years down the line, I'm here and I finally have a date that the album's being released. And I suppose getting the date makes it all real. Yeah. Because I'm sure you could be saying for years, yeah, I have an album coming, I have an album coming, which I'm sure I did also. Um, so now knowing that there's a date set in place and nobody can go back on it, it's, it's it's been worth it. It's been worth the slog, I must say, and I'm so excited for this year, 2024. I have a great feeling about it. Oh, I'm with you. I'm like 2024 is my year. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah, in my waters. In my waters. Well, look, do you know <laughs> do you know what I love about you, Lyra, is that you even just what you said there before we kicked off the second question. You know, it's not all rainbows and butterflies you're always very open about your life your struggles I am myself and I really really admire you for that I hope you don't mind but I'd love to touch a little bit about a chat you had on Evoke about struggles that you went through which I'm sure so many young girls uh, so many women go through on the daily and I, I have talked about on the show before you wouldn't think that it would be something that could hinder you simply from being a woman, but I suppose, you know, coming up the ranks, I have found that I have maybe been treated just a little bit differently. Um, you know, I will say also, this doesn't have anything to do with, like, men in music and women in music and, like, oh, women work harder. Like, that is not the case. Like, yeah. I, I do feel like 
you know, men and women in the music industry do work equally as hard. I just suppose as a woman, I have found that maybe there's a few more limits put on us by other people that should only be limits that we really put on ourselves if we want to put it on ourselves. But it's kind of been forced on like, you know, the age of coming to have kids, you know, a lot of people don't see you as a, as a as a good product then because they know you're going to be popping out babies and you're going to need some time off and who wants to have somebody who's taking time off. You know, I have come come across things like that, but I'm kind of just using it to my advantage. I'm using it to my strength and I'm using it to kind of say to people, there is no boundaries, no matter who you are, what sex you are, nothing. You only put boundaries on yourself and I've come to a term in my life where I'm just like, I want this so bad, there is nobody going to stop me. Not myself, not somebody who has like an outside opinion on me. I'm just going to keep working as hard as I can and I'm going to hope to God that it pays off to get to where I want to be. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just going to forget that, that point in my life where I was told to be slimmer. I was told to talk different. I was told to sing different. I was told to not talk between my songs. And I was told that there was plenty of other females out there that were better looking than me and, and why should I get the spot? I'm, that's done. That's made a great album. That's broken my heart. It's broken my soul. It's it's broken me as a person. But I tell you, by God almighty, am I a better person today for it. And I am a strong woman and I am a fighting force. And I hope girls and women and, and guys do listen to this and think, you know what, you are your own force of nature. You are. Like, nobody hands it to you. You, ha- you have to do it yourself and you will get pushed back but by God keep going because look at me now like I'm bringing out a debut album like I never thought in my wildest dreams I would have always dreamt of it but like I've never thought it actually come into fruition and now I'm here and I'm like here's the first single from my album it still makes me feel a bit sick in my stomach to call on to show it now <laughs> Well look I absolutely I love that I always try to talk on social media about being uniquely yourself there is no other person out there that is as unique as you, you know, harness your power, harness your strength. And I get it. I get about the weight. I get going up in it, down in it, uh, you know, feeling you have to look a certain way because if you look like them, you'll get more followers. I always say it. I do not care about the followers or how many people look or how many people like. It is about doing what you love loving yourself unconditionally and being uniquely yeah. you and I love that message that you are giving to upcoming artists young women out there that are looking at pictures on social media thinking I need to look like her to be liked I need to change everything about me in order to be yeah. accepted and um, I commend you again Lyra for giving that message to young listeners oh, no problem I love it. And like, don't get me wrong now, my social media sometimes like, oh, when I'm in photo shoots, I have full face of bloody makeup and I have professionals doing that, guys. Yeah, so, but that's your, that's, that's a part of the job. Different. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is part of the job. And you know what I love about things like this is that people actually get to know me as a person as opposed to like an aesthetic on, on a platform. And like, that's what I love most about going on tour is you know, people get to come to the shows and they get to hear the music, but they get to know me and they get to know why I wrote these songs and, you know, what inspired me and what I've been through in life and just get to know me as a person because I get a lot on social media like, Jesus, you look a bit up your own arse or like stuff like that. And (laughs) then they come to shows and they're like, oh, you're actually a nice person. I'm like, yeah, I know. Just normal. I try my best. Yeah, just a normal girl. to be that nice person. So it's lovely when people do come to shows and actually get to know me as a person, I suppose, to just this 
artist you know what I mean it's it's I think that barrier needs to be broken down and and I I'm all for it I'm with you girl well speaking of your album it's out in April can you tell us a little bit of what we can expect well she is so juicy it's unbearable <laughs> I'm literally like dead for myself I love it um these are songs that I've had and I've been listening to for a while and I've been itching to get them out into the world and it's finally time and you know what? I do have to say, I had so much fun doing this album. You know, it's everyone thinks that writing an album or creating an album is very stressful. It is, but you also have to have so much fun. I've really tested myself. I've tried out new sounds. I'm telling you a lot about like what I've been through the past couple of years. You now you'll hear about my massive breakup that I went through, about my wild trips when I first went to LA and I... I don't know who I thought I was. I thought I was Margot Robbie or something. That was going to be crazy. <laughs> You'll hear all about that. You know, my first ballad is on there. Also just things that happen in life, like falling in and out of love. And it's great for people to get to know me through the songs as well. And I tell you something, I had so much fun making this album. And I was dotted the day that I okayed the last master. I was like, what is my life going to be now? What's going to happen? Because it's so fulfilling. So I'm delighted now that it gets to fulfill everyone else and you can dance to it and cry to it and laugh to it. And And relate to it. And relate to it. Exactly. Love it. Well, Lyra, I want to ask you as well, where do you get your inspo for your outfits? I love your outfits. Oh my God. I love outfits. (laughs) I love them to death. Like if I could go down to Little Shopping in those outfits, I would. I definitely would. I mean, I look a bit weird, like, picking up the spuds and my tie-high boots, but I would do it. Um, I'm constantly looking at fashion, like, all the time. Like, if any of the fashion weeks come up, I'm literally, like, addicted to it. I have, like, this Vogue app on my phone that, like, you know, goes through all the catwalks and all the runways that have been over. And I suppose there's some bits that I love. They might be dresses, and then I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'd get that made into leotard with like tie-high boots and gloves attached. And <laughs> also when I'm on stage, it has to be something that I can move in because I've done that before where I've got something made and I put it on and I was like, well, I can't move, like genuinely. So I always try and keep it like something that I can move in, that I can dance in and then something that I love. So I'm lucky for this tour. I'm actually getting some custom-made outfits, which I'm so excited about. I mean, designing outfits is like next level. It's so much fun. So I can't wait for people to see what's in store for that. I can't wait either. Come here, tell me a little bit about you are having a tour in February and March. Tell our listeners a little bit about it. I'm going on 22 dates all over Ireland. I'm going to be found dead in the bush somewhere, I'd say at some point. <laughs> I'm going to keep bloody going. I'm going everywhere. Like you can find all the dates on all my social media platforms and my website. But... I'm so looking forward to that. Like, there's places where I haven't even been in Ireland yet. So I'm looking forward to going to everywhere. As I wanted to do as many places as I could. And I was just very lucky that on the first round of, of tickets, a lot sold out. So I got to give a second date to that, those venues, which is great. Obviously, my mum and dad are thrilled that I'm going to be playing in Cork Opera House because being from Cork, they're like, You've made it now. That's yep. it. You can retire. I'm like, I'm not retiring yet. I'm only on album one. Hello. There's big things to come here. And that, so, I love that. I love that. Big things to come. Oh, and I see that. It. I see that. Yeah. Well, Lyra, I have to tell you, which you already know, I have to tell you. You are, of course, this week's track of the week. You have oh. 
Yeah, I'm so excited to play this I'm so out. Excited. Your latest release is called Chess. I'm going to crown you very soon, but I want to know a little bit about this song. I'm all about, you know, the meaning behind it. So tell me a little bit about where you drew the inspo for your latest track, Chess. So Chess was written, I started her at home. I was in my jammies on my iPad playing a few chords and had my phone out. And I just wanted to write about um, this constant need for people wanting to put you in boxes, like wanting to pigeonhole you, like, who are mm-hmm. you? What you do? Like, it was just, it's very one-dimensional. And I was constantly being asked that question, like, what box do you fit in? And I was like, what in the name of God is with these bloody boxes? I was like, narcissistic. I ain't fitting in no box unless it's an extra-large IKEA one. That's it. So I was like... <laughs> I was I was sick of it in a way and you know like we talk about the being a female and stuff like that so like you know there is a, a line that's pretty direct in there being like would it make a difference if I was the same sex being born a woman makes it harder than you know mm-hmm. and I was in that trail of thought and I just wanted to write a song about it but I didn't want it to be like this ballad where I'm like so angry at the industry and I'm being so bashed and no one accepts me I didn't want it to be that I wanted it to be something that empowered me and something that told my message in a way that I was kind of like, I'm going to stand up to this and I'm so over it. Um, and when I was sitting down writing it, I was like, you know, it was such a mind game during those times. And it kind of just brought me back to my dad taught us all how to play chess when we were growing up and we loved it. But it is like a silent mind game. And it just reminded me of the time of my life that I was in. And I was like, Bloody dad, 10 out of 10, well done. (laughs) I was like, this is going to be the concept for my song to tell this story. And it just worked so well together. And then I bought that little idea. I actually put it up on my gram, how it started. Like, it's this muffly little voice note on my phone that I'm like, I'll be working hard. And brought it into Dan Pretty, who is an amazing producer, done like Rag and Bone Man and Shania Twain and that. And I was like, did I have this song? This is my idea. And he was like, great, let's get cracking. So that's how she was born from the start to the end. Well, let me tell you, we love it as much as you do. And that's why you are this week's Track of the Week on Spins Out West. I can't believe this. Yes, I love pressing that button every week. One more time. Track of the Week with Katie on Spin. Lyra, we love it. And you are going to play a little game of this or that when we get back after this short break. But all that's left to do is for you to introduce your brand new track on Spins Out West. Guys, this is Spins Out West and I can't thank you enough for having me, Lyra, with my new single, Chess, as track of the week, baby! Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. And just before the break, I was catching up with the stunning style icon who is Lyra. She's going to play a game of this or that. Are you ready for this, girl? I think I am. Oh my God, I am. (laughs) Okay. Irish or international audience? Irish. Curly or straight blow-dry? Straight. Small, intimate venues or stadiums? Stadiums. Are you ready for this one? Oh no, I'm not, am I? Sequence or latex? Latex. <laughs> I knew the answer. <laughs> that, that one was really hard now, I must say. That Mar- was hard. Marina Market or the English Market? Marina Market. Iced or hot coffee? Hot, hot, hot. Is singing in the shower or dance party in the living room? Dance party in the living room because I can't dance, so I love that feeling of being free in my limbs. <laughs> EP <laughs> or C sessions? 
have to be at your picnic. I'm sorry. I love both. I love both. Don't cancel me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> bad ones put in. We always have to make it hard. Lanzarote or Portugal? Lanzo. I mean, the pizza is so cheap out there. I would go Lanzo again. Well done. You survived this oh, or I that. Got it. Yes. I actually wasn't that slow this time. No, and you were worried. So, Lyra, once again, your latest release, Chess, is out. Go stream it, go download it, support this girl. She is Irish born. And your debut album is out the 26th of April, 2024. And your tour is happening in February and March. Lyra, let our listeners know where they can go to purchase your tickets, follow your story on social media. You can find it on lyra.ie very fancy thing that I have a website so <laughs> criminy or just me on all my social media platforms at this is lyra I always put this juice up so if you want some juice go there that's where it'll be love it before you head off I want to ask you one piece of advice for any aspiring musicians what advice would you give them one key bit of advice keep going it's you have to keep going there's so many people who start and the struggle gets too real and, you know, they leave it. If you keep going, they bloody have to notice you at some point. I love it. I love it. Lyra, I'm going to wrap this interview with your track that brought you to where you are today, girl. 2015. This is your single, Rabbit in the Headlights. Thanks for joining me on Spin. Thanks a million.